Hey, I thought it would be fun to take all the crazy stuff that's happening in the market right now, the economy, the real estate market, the stock market, Bitcoin, all those things, and give you an update on what's happening inside of my company real time right now, Blackjack Real Estate. The calls that we're getting, the seller motivation, um, how we're selling our properties, all of that stuff to tell you what we're seeing right now. So hopefully it helps you in your business. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. Today, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about the market status. So right now it is uh, July... 11th, 2022, and um, to give you a quick a kind of market update and what we're seeing. So right now, I feel like, uh, I've talked about this a lot, consumer sentiment is the thing to point to, right? Consumer sentiment is starting to get to the point where it's starting to transition, right? We've talked, to, everybody's talked about the market collapsing and the, the real estate market going uh, going down, all these things. Let's talk about like real-time stuff, what we're seeing. And for me and my company, we send out marketing. This is not the time to slow your marketing. I've said it many times. It's not the time to slow your marketing. If anything, it's the time to kind of um, continue, be consistent, and potentially increase your marketing based on your KPIs, your key performance indicators. So what I'm seeing right now in a lot, and again, Real estate is hyper-local. So I'm actually going to do some videos coming up that you should check out in other cities. So I'm going to look at Nashville. I'm going to look at um, LA, San Diego, these kind of areas, maybe Florida, Atlanta, places like that, where you can see the market. We're going to look at actual charts and data. Today, I'm going to talk big picture consumer sentiment. Right now, I feel like um, it's cooling a little bit, right? Consumers are starting to worry. The media is working. The media is working. They're talking to the consumers and they're going, oh crap, I better put my house on the market. I better sell it fast. I better capture the top of the market. And so what we're seeing is we're seeing more houses come on the market. It's expected, right? And on top of that, what we're seeing is we're seeing the consumers start to feel like something might change. So we're seeing price drops. We're seeing slightly longer times on the market right now in some areas more, and in some areas the same and potentially less. But we're seeing inventory go up a little bit. And as we watch that, we will see it, but it is still very much a seller's market. I'm gonna tell you that. Now, prices might, the sellers might not be seeing prices rise 10% every few months and things like that, like they've seen in the past. However, inventory is still lower than it was before in most places, and the prices are up, right? So. 2019 was an awesome year. We are well above 2019 right now. Now, was it, is it different than it was two or three months ago? Maybe. And that's kind of the feel that's happening, right? But all we care about, all we care about as investors is we care about the sellers. What do the sellers feel and think? And so I'm going to give you a couple data points. He, I'm going to read an email that my partner and I in Blackjack, uh, Adam and myself, were emailing back and forth. And this is what he said. We're seeing an increase in calls and online leads that I would classify as having a herd motivation. So a herd motivation. So people are all seeing this and they're going, oh, hey, we're all going to go in this direction, which is really cool. The other thing that a lot of people aren't talking about is when you were complaining about the iBuyers and like Zillow and OfferPad and OpenDoor and all these companies um, taking a bunch of market share in the past and spending a bunch of money. Well, they're spending a bunch of money on marketing. And what they were doing is they were marketing to our future customer. So they're marketing to our future customer saying, hey, 
you know what? It's okay to get a cash offer. It's okay to sell your house for cash. And now is the time to take that payoff. It's been challenging to find deals in the past because sellers just want a ton of money. They're going to work with realtors, put it on the market, sell it for whatever they want. Now, as that shifts and changes, this is good for us as investors. This is a positive. This is not the time to jump out. It's the time to jump in. And if you're on the sidelines or have been on the sidelines for a while, not getting into real estate because you think it's too hot or too expensive or overpriced or they can't, it's too hard to find deals. Don't be the person right now that is saying, I'm not going to get in real estate because the market may be turning and going down. Like now is the time to get into real estate. Everybody else wants to run away. You run towards it. Okay. So herd motivation. They're concerned with the market, but don't have a deep enough reason to sell. I love this. Concerned about the market, I might accept a few price drops, but I might might not be incredibly motivated just yet. However, the phones are ringing more, people are interested, they're calling us, so what should we do as investors? What I think we should do is follow up. Your follow-up game needs to be on point right now, okay? Your database is going to start filling up with leads again. So before we were getting less calls, now we're getting more calls, right? And so we need to be able to field those calls and we need to be able to follow up with those calls. That's really, really important when it comes to a business like we have is doing that follow-up game. The the riches are in the follow-up. I'm telling you right now, there's a ton of money inside your database right now by following up. So you don't have a deep enough reason to sell yet. They might if we continue to follow up with them, right? So he gave me uh, a couple examples. We had a property in Franklin, Tennessee, where, um, where the seller was just needed to sell, wanted to sell quickly, didn't want to wait, didn't want to keep dropping the price. So called us and said, hey, if you know any, I'm not ready to sell like for $100,000 off. However, I'll take a bigger discount if you can move quickly. Um, we have another one here that he's talking about in detail um, where it's a um, as is value. They're willing to take less to get just move it quickly. So. What he says is based on the fact that we're getting an increase in leads, but a lack of motivated sellers, I'd argue we're in the middle of a changing seller sentiment. Exactly what I've been talking about. How is the consumer sentiment going on the sellers and the buyers? If you're a wholesaler, you need to worry about the sellers and your buyers, which are landlords, short-term rental owners, other flippers, maybe land developers, people like that. Those are your buyers. If you are a flipper, it's the sellers and it's the buyers, like retail buyers. How are the retail buyers feeling? What are they wanting? What do you have to adjust for that? So here are some actual numbers for us for calls. And I think this is gonna be really important today. Remember, this is July 11th that I'm recording this. So January, we got 235 calls. And the assumption here is that we have pretty uh, typical standard marketing, okay? So we're putting out about the same number of mailers and everything like that. So the marketing's staying consistent. So this is all data points for calls. So 235 calls in January, down to 225 calls in February, down to 184 calls in March, down to 169 calls in April. So this is the time it's going down and we're going, oh my gosh, like we need more leads, we need more leads, we need more leads, what's happening? And then in May, 293 calls. So from April, 169 to 293 calls. So that's like a seven, it's like an 80% increase in, in, in calls that we got. And then in June, boom, 387 calls in June. And now this is, this is just like a little bit of a change and shift in seller motivation, right? Phones are ringing more. And now I cannot wait to see the data in July. I bet we're in the four or 500 range. So we're almost tripling since April. And so what's that going to do? 
we are gonna get a bit overwhelmed. We might have to plus up our team a little bit, right? And add another person who can answer the phones, add somebody to do follow-up. What are most investors gonna do? They're gonna say, uh-oh, I gotta add more people to my team, more payroll, these kind of things. I don't know if that feels good. I don't know if I like it. I've, I, I might be like just making a little bit of money then, now I have to invest into my business, into the infrastructure, into the team. I'm not gonna do that. And so now the opportunity is there for us to strike at a bigger volume. So if you're a bigger player and you can start bringing on some team members, start plussing up and making sure that you have a nice core team and, and you can hit that follow-up game, there's a lot of money there because our acquisitions costs are gonna go down. So this is what we're seeing. We're seeing the increased call volume. However, that, that increased call volume doesn't equal like massively motivated sellers. There's just starting to be this turn where they're starting to call to ask for more information, to see what's going on. It's not that our deal flow is going up just yet, but it will. If you stick with it and stay with the game, it will, I promise you that. So um, here's what we talked about about our buyers. Pensacola buyers, we do uh, deals in Pensacola, trying to pull back a little bit. Um, not interested in larger projects and certain zip codes, so they're being a little bit more picky. This is expected. Buyers might start adjusting their ARVs because remember, these are flippers or landlords. So they're starting to adjust what they think the value of the homes are and the demand for those are gonna be. So as interest rates rise, most flippers are saying, hey, I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to sell my house for as much. I can't price in appreciation like you should never do, but they have been doing, right? All of these things that are going on, they are starting to say, hey, I want a little bit of better pricing. And so... He said, overall, we don't get as much interest in the emails that we send out as we used to, and uh, we have to call buyers for most of our deals. So we're actually calling them, texting them, engaging them, right? Saying, did you see this? So really starting to work. You have to work on the disposition side. So it's just like a flip-flop of what was happening. Before, we were able to, it would be very hard to get a deal, very hard to get the phone to ring, but we could send out an email or a text message and sell our house for more money than we're asking for really quickly. Now it's a flip-flop of that. Phones are ringing more, might be able to get more contracts, but it might be a little bit more difficult to move the property. So this is the, the dichotomy, the shift that's, that happens, right? Um, he talked about the hedge funds a little bit. Him and I talked about that. He said they're, they're, uh, they're being a little bit more conservative. They were buying like 90% of ARV. Now they're being a little bit more conservative with their purchase prices. So. And here's, here's, he also sent me a video. He's looking for a personal house in Tampa. And he said nearly every house on that market in that area has been a price de decrease. So, and he also said he's personally talked to 25 leads in the last two days, personally. And so we have people that answer the phones, but he himself was on the phone with 25 leads in the last two days. So that is kind of our update, what's going on, what I'm feeling is happening right now um, on this day. And it'll pro this video will probably come out a few days after this. But um, I think that's the direction that we're going and it's very interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, update from Blackjack Real Estate. That's real-time information and data. I look forward to seeing July's numbers of call volume and everything that's happening and this transition that we're making as we go through and navigate the market right now. And I know this is what you guys have been asking for, so I want to give you more of this. If you can give me some feedback on uh, if this was valuable for you, if you could tag me on social media, on Facebook or Instagram, and uh, just take a screenshot of the podcast or whatever it may be and tell me what you want to hear next. What are some next things that you want to hear? And I'll keep creating real real-time podcast for you uh, going through whatever transitions we're making in the market or how you're feeling. I think a lot of people want like data and numbers from all over. That's what's so amazing about our mastermind group is we can share this information on a regular basis. We have an event coming up in just a few days in uh, Chicago where we're all going to dive in and figure out what's going on. Uh, this is also exactly why you need to come to Flip, to Flip Hacking Live. We are giving market updates there, we're giving real-time tactics, what's working, what's not working in our businesses, and everybody shares transparently 
at that event every single year. So we'll have about 20, 25 speakers on stage, all talking about their business, a system that they're using, uh, a process or procedure or some technique that they're using to really grow and scale their business. We talk about market updates. We talk about the cycle. We talk about what's happening in our companies, what's working. Uh, you absolutely have to be there. Go to fliphackinglive.com, grab a ticket. Don't miss this. It's October 13th, 14th, and 15th in Orlando. The amazing resort and conference center that we have and it's such a cool time. It's a great place to bring your kids, your family, make a vacation on the front end, the back end during it, and just have a great time with us. So amazing community. It's so much fun. And there's so much money to be made and opportunity coming our way that I cannot wait for this year's event. Go to fliphackinglive.com, grab your ticket, and I'll see you guys on the next podcast.